it's got to be that kind of the jumping out of a plane feeling, right? It's flying daredevilly, 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 flying without a net. Yeah, flying without a feeling. net. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, she jumped out of a plane. She wasn't really anxious or afraid of much of anything, you know. Anymore? Like that's the scary oh. thing. And once the scary thing happens, and you're like, "That was amazing. That's not scary. I loved that." And I've never felt more alive than when I was in peril in that way. Maybe I do want to jump out of a Maybe plane. Maybe want to jump out of a plane. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to a very deliberately upbeat episode <laughs> of the yes. Undo Anxiety Podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. John Duffy, and joining me, as she frequently does, is the beautiful, vivacious, yet brilliant and thoughtful oh Julie God. Duffy. Hey. Hey, honey. Hi. How are you? Fine. Kind of funky, yeah? <laughs> Let's face it, it's been a funky, funky week in Man, we've been saying that a lot lately on this podcast, but this week has been one for the books. I It should have been a Valentine's Day, like, sweet week, nice and easy, mid-February week, and, and in the midst of it, I, I think on Valentine's Day was this massive school shooting down in Parkland, Florida that eclipsed Columbine, of all things. Um, mm-hmm. So horrific, but um, I'm, I'm so impressed and blown away by the uh, surviving children who are making this massive movement and impact um, against, in favor of gun control on social media. Um, and somebody, somebody tweeted out the other day, I'll join whatever political party these kids are forming right yeah. now. <laughs> and, hope. You know, hope, hope and change. Hope and change. <laughs> and, you know, in the midst of tragedy, I mean, within hours these kids were taking on the establishment, and and that's heroic. No matter where you stand on all of that, and I happen to stand with them on this thing, but no matter where you stand, you have to honor the way these kids are honoring their their fallen friends. You know, like they, yeah, I mean, and you know what? You don't have to like <laughs> you can do whatever you want, but uh, it's there. It happened to them, and you know they're they're out in force and. And taking no prisoners, right? right. So they're, they're, they're using social media. They're using media that are showing up trying to talk to them and recognizing that, hey, we have a voice. And I think this has been an interesting year for people to recognize, hey, I think we might have a voice. If we all talk together, yeah. we're pretty loud. Uh, here in Chicago, we, we had a tragedy I would feel remiss in not bringing up um, a... Chicago police commander, long-standing uh, officer, Commander Paul Bauer, uh, was killed in the line of duty this week. By all accounts, a, a great man, a funny man, and a guy who put himself in harm's way like so many of these heroic people do. And there have been so many negative things said about, uh, about police officers in the last couple of years. And this is a kind of an important reminder for me, at the very least, that most of these people are doing really, really, really tricky, difficult work. And sometimes they put themselves so deep into harm's way that they lose their lives. And so we have to honor Commander Bauer, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So behind all of that tragedy, the Winter Olympics are going on. Yay. Right? Yay. Yay. And I remember... We've been paying attention and kind of noting, like, 
oh, this is kind of a feel-good. We forget about these Olympics and how cool the Olympics are, right? Yeah, I have to say lately I haven't, you know, I, I don't, I'm not that fired up leading up to them. I am not that invested, but as soon as they start, as soon as you start watching and when you watch the, you know, the profiles of the athletes, then you're in, like when you, you know, you hear their backstory, then it's so fun to watch. And yeah, they're so, just the hard work, um, you know, the champions that they all are, the, you know, the, the amazing, the work they've done just to get there. And then, you know, we get to watch them and we get to watch them fly through the air and, um, and also, uh, you know, coexist with people from other countries and celebrate with people from other countries and, you know, give us so much, it's just such a feel good, so much hope, show us how to be citizens of the world. Um, it's like everything good about people. It's so cool. <laughs> it really is. And, um, it, and it every, comes at yeah. just the right time, yeah. every single time. And we don't. We don't typically look forward, especially to the, the winter games. I don't know. There's something about the summer games that feels like that, that's this draw. And I feel like there's NBC puts a little more hoopla and oomph behind them. But the winter games, man, I mean, every single one of them is this crazy, badass event. Like, we watched Sean White the other night yeah. winning gold, flying 40 feet in the air on this endless run. You know, it's crazy. The guy's 31 years old. He broke his face open, you know, three months ago. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I want to, I want, like, how can I get that feeling? <laughs> I want to fly, you know. All you have to do is spend 15 or 20 years Perfecting the half. No, but really, uh, how can I get that feeling? <laughs> like, I really want to have that feeling. I guess I could just maybe sled down a hill, like for me, or, or you know, I don't know, jump out of a plane. Well, we were. T- I was looking at the luge the other day. Like, just and, how and must that feel to be? You know, like I might win a gold medal or I might die. <laughs> right, right. There is always that threat. I mean, you know, a couple of people in the half pipe they clip the edge of this thing, and. Uh, and and everything falls apart like the and you you realize oh it's not like landing in powder and rolling into the bottom of the pipe that's 22 feet deep it's landing on concrete and smashing your face open you know it's it's real peril right they're you know to be they're they're so brave they're really pioneers is, is that the word i want to use i don't know they're they're at the, they're on the front lines of of their sport and they're pushing it and they're trying new things and they're reinventing the sport all the time it's so it's so um and so inspiring well and, and nobody and more enviable. than these snowboarders i mean you know yeah. snowboarding wasn't a winter event or a thing up until recently and now they've got this race i've never seen this before where you're up at the top of the hill, the big flap at the right in front of your board falls down, and all six of you oh, in a race, that race is drop, so cool. you drop about 15 feet, and then you're in a race. Um, Which and, is a whole like, other level of you might get, you know, you're going to run into somebody and fall down. <laughs> I tap out is before the thing drops. You know, oh I, I tap out. I'm like, I'm not dropping 15 feet with all you guys. We're all going to run into each other. It's not going to work out. I want to get that feeling. How do we get that feeling seriously? I don't know. Where you just like, um, you know, it's got to be that kind of a jumping out of a plane feeling, right? It's flying daredevilly, 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 flying without a net. Yeah, flying without a net. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, not that long ago, you know about this. She jumped out of a plane, and um, 
a perfectly good plane. You know how people say, like, why would you ever jump out of a perfectly good right, plane? Right, right, uh, To the point high enough up where she said she could see the arc of the earth. Seriously? Yeah. Amy? Yeah. Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy Guth. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Amy, um, I'm, I'm probably maybe telling stories uh, out of school a little bit, but not long after that, I talked with her. And then a while after that, I talked with her, and she kind of iterated that, she wasn't really anxious or afraid of much of anything. You know, Anymore? like that's the scary oh. thing. And once the scary thing happens and you're like, that was amazing. That's not scary. I loved that. And I've never felt more alive than when I was in peril in that way. Maybe I do want to jump out of a Maybe plane. Maybe you want to jump out of a plane. I feel better already. <laughs> you seem like you just finished a run. I, Julie's wearing a um, snow hat and goggles and, and a medal, by the way. So Woo! that probably is part of it. <laughs> Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. In my own little mind. Yes, but I mean, especially like Sean White and Chloe Kim, who are the male and female snowboard champions. Yes. And there's others too, but you know, like everybody in the sports are badasses. Expect, save for maybe the people with the brooms and the stones and whatever that like Curling. household. <laughs> you know, here's our household sport that you can wear. And you know what I mean? Like you need something you can slide around on ice in. So where your you know New Balance. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get I that. I don't get it. I. But it must be a thing because it is a thing. But the, and and the brooming is ferocious. I'm gonna give them that. The brooming is and there's yelling. It seems like more of a Swiffer now. There's a Swiffer. <laughs> I think it literally used to be kind of like a. Whiskey broom, but I isn't it more swiffery now? Well, here's what I noticed: uh, the the subtle. And why wouldn't it be? <laughs> the subtleties of curling, <laughs> because sometimes you're swiffering, but there's a sharp edge. I notice, like if you really want to slow the stone down, you twist it. Oh, let's say 70 degrees, and you start scraping hard, oh. and there's a little bit of a. You can feel that there's a little bit of a metal edge or something. So you're creating a. a Divots, like, kind of, kind of a, a divot in the ice. You're really slowing the stone down because you're disrupting the smoothness of okay, the top of the ice. Okay, okay. You I talk about the feeling of jumping out of a plane. I man, thought maybe they were making. You sweep one of those stones <laughs> around, and man, you are that is daredevil <laughs> crap. And and there's also what, what killed me about that, watching curling is off to the side, and I mean like off to the side, like way to the side on a folding chair is the American like. Coach, there's a, there's a guy. He looks like he could be sitting there smoking a cigarette or something, but he, he's not doing anything. He's is he saying things? I, I don't know because because <laughs> there's. I think ours is a brother and sister team, the Americans, oh, right? Yeah. They're from Minnesota, and uh, and they're just kind of like you know, sweep more. What what are you doing? <laughs> you're not sweeping enough, and you're not going to make the blue one if away. We, if we understood it better. But I didn't see their profile, so it I don't. It seems like something that should be happening in the back of bars where they have darts and stuff. It seems somebody said it was like darts on ice. Yeah, it's kind of like darts on ice. I so anyway, see. it doesn't have the badass feel. Not as much, no. No, but you and I know it. It doesn't have that. I'll have what he's having. I'll have what she's having. Feel. Well, <laughs> you're not. You're not screaming. Which you, you, right. earlier, you, yeah, the we thing. You know, you're not. You're certainly not doing that. In Wait, the and same speaking way. of, I'll have what he's having. I'll have what she's having. Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir. Hello. <laughs> so fun. So fun. I love them. I follow them on Instagram, and um, yeah, they're just so like yes. To the point that the Olympics in general are making us feel better, giving us hope and joy. 
Tara and Johnny are um, definitely do that for me. Yeah. They're, they're pros. They're really great at what they do. And let's remember, they're Olympians. I forget that, actually. If, to be honest, in the last few years, they have we, we have a friend who knows Tara, right? Yeah, who's good friends with Tara. Who's Kelly really Hurley, good, hey. Kelly Hurley. Um, and, and so Tara, in my head, Tara and Johnny have been these personalities who are, like, really funny and hang out together and seem really fun and over the top and sometimes dress alike. And it's great and it's campy. But when they're announcing, it's like, oh, yeah, these guys have been there. They've done this. Tara won the gold. Johnny won the silver. And I looked it up, and Johnny won the silver only because he tied with somebody. And when you tie with somebody, they go to the technical score, whoever won the technical oh, yeah. score over the, I don't know, what's the the grace score or whatever the other oh, side Oh, I don't is. know, like just performance or? The, yeah, um... yeah, so Johnny won the performance part. But the, my, my favorite moment of the Olympics so far is Johnny Weir in describing somebody's oh, yeah. axle or Lutz or something uh, the other night said, Last night. well, it's not like, it's not like you know, Tom Brady throwing a pass to Gronk. You know, Gronk has to catch the pass in order for it to count. Johnny Weir dropped yeah, a that was awesome. football reference that was in, funny. and it was perfection, man. Yeah. I mean, so you, you, you can't judge a book by its cover because it looks like he's in charge of the Hunger Games. From what I understand, <laughs> he is inspired wardrobe-wise by the Hunger Games. Oh. Yeah, and they joke about it. Like, Tara jokes about it on, on uh, well, I, Instagram. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know that they made that joke, but that was that really his inspiration? I don't know. He or looks they, very hungry. He just, he just, just notice he looked like that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. All right, so speaking of the figure skaters. Adam, Adam Rippon. Adam Rippon, man. What do you think of Adam Rippon, Julie? I, he is the, uh, you know, I want to have what he's having, too. <laughs> He's so bright and shiny and badass and unapologetically who he is and um, his fabulous skin. <laughs> and he, but, no, he's so amazing and dazzling, and I love him. Yeah. And it makes me happy to watch him. Yeah, I, uh, I feel the same way. Um, he is amazing. He is unapologetically everything that he is. Yep. He is bigger than life, and he's not just – preening and talking about how fabulous he is. He's friggin' fabulous, man. That guy works his butt off. He is great at what he does. On the ice, he is the guy is mesmerizing, right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, that was an amazing performance last night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we, we watched him on Friday night, and he was incredible. And oddly enough, we're not very good analysts at this because he's off the podium, right? They were uh, Tara and Johnny. Well, yeah, he didn't. About... He didn't have the quads. He didn't have the quads. But you know, yeah, everything gets pushed to that level of difficulty. But he had. He certainly. He. I think he stole the show. He's one of the few guys, um, few skaters I can watch and not be nervous that they're going to fall. First of all, but he also like he is a performer and. The guy is embodying what he's doing, and um, and and you know what I, you know what I love about the guy? Guy's one of the best athletes I've ever seen. This is the truth. I yeah. mean, the guy is one of the best athletes I've ever seen, and super graceful. And there is a lot of talk lately about toxic masculinity, and talk about a guy who is really, if you think about it, as masculine as a guy can be, and yet. There's this feminine part of him, this kind of like, um, 
you know, unapologetically over-the-top gay part of him that he not only isn't hiding, but he is overtly saying, you know, appealing to gay children, younger men. Uh, he's 28. He's, he's a little older than a lot of guys starting in the Olympics. He's, this is his first Olympics. He's 28. And he's kind of reaching out on Twitter and in every interview, you know, if you are a teenager and you are gay, you are not alone and you are awesome and you can do anything. Look at this. You know yeah. what I mean? And he, <laughs> I saw a picture of him. He's really funny on Twitter. So follow him on Twitter. But there's a picture. Find the picture of him from 2008 uh, where he, he's got this really long hair and kind of big eyebrows and stuff. Oh, and, I didn't and, see that. and he's kind of like... If I can be this fabulous now after being that unfabulous <laughs> then, <laughs> then you can do anything. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So a- Adam Rippon's our guy, man, yeah. you know, and he is super sparkly and he's willing to tell the vice president, you know, uh-uh, if you're not going to if you're not going to sing my song with me, dude. You're not going to pray my gay away. <laughs> <laughs> this gay's staying right Did here. Did I say that? No. <laughs> Anywho, um yeah, so the No, no Olympics- he, he stands for something and that's cool too. So cool. Yeah. So cool, and I and I love the idea of you know this uh, the I, I want to say fluidity, but it's not even the right word. Just the toxicity of the you know the locker room crap that guys have that this guy doesn't seem to have any of it. He might have some of it because he's a trash talker, but it's playful and it's fun, and he's just he's there's something amazing about him. That I just love. Yeah. And um, so speaking of, of fabulous and fabulous athletes and young people doing amazing things, um, we're, I want to step back and, and brag a bit and, and kind of highlight a point here. Um, so last weekend, uh, Julie and I went to Kansas City gateway to the other Kansas City. <laughs> I'm not sure. We were in Missouri, I believe. Yeah. Uh, to see our niece, Chloe. Uh, Chloe, Chloe Shaw, good Lord. Um, Chloe is a dancer. And uh, I've seen Chloe dance on... For those of you guys who, who are unfamiliar with the dance world, this is... And, and forget dance moms, because I thought it was going to be something like that. No, forget that and just li- hear me out for a minute. What every once in a while, Julie will call me into our kitchen, and on her computer will be this live stream of this dance thing. Yeah, dance competitions. Major yeah. league dance competitions. Yeah. And so I picture like, oh, there's a billion people in there, and there's sometimes like four-year-old girls who are moving around <laughs> on stage. I don't know what's going oh on. God. And then that's, every once in a while, Chloe's on. That's my fave. I know. You I mean, love besides that. Chloe, but I love to every once in a while to see the littles, the right, littles right. doing their dance. So we so we oh go to so so we decide. You know, what? we're going to go. We're going to support Chloe. I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm gonna here. Here's something I learned about myself last weekend. I love dance competitions, <laughs> and Chloe. I, I think I'm being objective here, guys. Chloe Shaw is an unbelievable dancer. Yeah. I mean, in every way, every move is perfect. Her face is right at you every time. She she's uh, this big personality, but like really works so hard on the moves. But there were probably. I don't know, maybe two or three hundred kids involved in this competition that we saw. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe more. And um, the cool thing is these things last all day, 
And when, I mean like sun up to sundown and after. Right. The awards the first night were, I think, ended at midnight. <laughs> and, and it started at like, I don't know. We didn't, it started at like seven in the morning, I think. Yeah. The, the awards go, the awards are almost an hour long. Yeah, for honestly, sure. Oh, right? yeah. 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 The yeah. guy giving out the awards was sweating more than a dancer. <laughs> honest to God. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. No. And Chloe won, you know. It's it's called ultra platinum or something like no, that. No, it was uh, no. Their dance is super extra won platinum. Intense platinum. Intense platinum. <laughs> Woohoo! So you know, um, have whatever, have all the gold you want, Olympians. But <laughs> Chloe Shaw down in Kansas City has intense platinum awards. Actually, in this competition, I think gold was the bottom. So it was like you know, blah blah blah, gold. It was like oh, wah wah. <laughs> I was not going to share that with our audience. I was gonna let them think Sorry. that Chloe. Anyway, no, it, no. Well, yeah, intense platinum is still intense platinum. <laughs> it's still intense platinum. Very rare. It's the it top. Was a, it was a rare thing. It's the tippity top. It was a rare thing. She, she worked so hard, and all these girls do, and boys. There were a bunch of dudes there, yeah. so, so there were probably ten boys. But man, it makes you feel so good knowing they're there, and you know, just between us kids here. Come on, Julie. It's true, right? <laughs> If if you if you are a boy and you haven't picked your thing yet, be a dancer, man. You know, like you want to hang out with some cool girls <laughs> who are awesome athletes and all about it. Be a dancer. There is. I'm surprised there, there weren't more. Actually, it seems like dance is for men is is more in. It's happening ever since um, in sync. Well, I was gonna. I, I, was, I was thinking like you know dancing yeah, with the stars. Justin Bruno Mars is yes. a dancer. You know he's yes. have, yeah dudes. Trust me on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my clients. But go dance. Go dance, man. Uh, I'm. We should be about dancing. I'll dance. I do. Maybe a lot. that's the thing. <laughs> Maybe you should be a dancer. Oh, Julie, you could have been. A I dancer. could have been a dancer. Um. So anyway, Chloe Shaw is an amazing dancer. But here's what I noticed: is that you got all these kids, and there weren't any bad dancers there. I'll say that. Everybody was working really, really hard, and you could see that some kids were in process. Some some younger kids, you can see like, okay, they got the moves. They don't have that style thing down yet, but they're working, man. These kids were working so hard, and in every group, there was like a standout where you're like, oh, my God, she's got it. Like that's Chloe Shaw. <laughs> Chloe, for example. You know, when you get your super ultra platinum, that's <laughs> – but all these kids are working hard, and – the hours that they must have spent to put together what we finally got to see, it's almost incalculable. And and I, we know from, from talking to Brad and Rochelle, Chloe's parents, how much time and, and energy— My brother and sister-in-law. Yeah, how much time and energy they put into it um, and how, how much time that Chloe puts into it. Sometimes she won't get home until 10 or 10.30 at night, and then she does homework, and then she's tired. And for anybody who listens to this podcast— I love it when kids have a thing. When kids have a thing, the, they are regulated. They're tired. They're regulated. Um, so we spent two days, and I hardly saw a single kid. And I saw nothing but kids for two days. I hardly saw a single kid looking at a phone, complaining, idling, bitching, moaning. Everyone was doing their thing, practicing a couple of moves, hanging changing. out with some friends, Quick changing. changing. <laughs> yeah. Hot gluing rhinestones <laughs> yeah. on shit. Yeah. Bedazzling. <laughs> yeah. Bedazzling like, like mad. Anyway, it was know? fun. And yes. And Chloe, like, yeah, just shout out to Chloe for her hard work. And again, we got to watch and, and, you know, and, and light up and, and feel joy for 
you know, watching someone else's the the um, result of really hard work. I suppose that's, and commitment. That that's actually a really good point for for those of you who are aunts and uncles and even parents who think, eh, this isn't my thing that my kid does or my niece does or my nephew does, so, you know, I'll go to their next thing or whatever. Time flies. Go to the thing. Get into the thing. Yeah. It's not that hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if your kid, if somebody you love is in the thing, you'll get into the thing. Yeah. You know, don't blow off the thing. You'll you'll regret it. And I'm so glad. Chloe, if you're listening, so glad to have seen you dance. And I've been practicing that thing where you spin and <laughs> and keep your face like facing the audience every time you spin around, even if you spin like 20 times. And I finally got it down. So. It's really good. <laughs> He'll show you next time. <laughs> um, so uh, the takeaways. You want to feel... You'll, I want to. You'll wanna, have what Adam Rippon's having. You want. You want to have the good stuff, right? <laughs> you want to own something. Part of part of what these people have. First of all, they go for something that's thrilling, right, in their lives. I want to feel that swooshing up in the air feeling. So I want to figure out. I don't know if it's zip lining or something, but I want to do something like that. Get out of this snow, or maybe into the snow. <laughs> I want to fly up in the air. I want to feel like a thrill. Some... I want to get out of the snow <laughs> and get into a, a snowboard <laughs> in the snow in South Korea. Okay, out of Lagrange. <laughs> yeah, I think anyway, maybe I think. What? I, listen, I think we all probably February. feel that. I have a um, I have a client. Um, and his name is Paul Valukas. He's given me full license to share his name. You will hear him soon on this, on some variation of this podcast. And um, and Paul would say, um, a lot of us feel like, eh, you know what? My life is about something else. I've kind of given up on my my body. I'm not going to be in great shape. I'm not going to do so, anything amazing with my body. I don't need to look good. That's not important to me. And Paul would say bullshit that's not that you don't believe that i don't believe if i gave you the option of looking like you or looking like the rock you're taking the rock every day so don't abandon the shell you carry around all day long you know cater to that body and so that it, you can make it all the way 14 feet up in the air off that half pipe okay do it all man <laughs> right you got it i'm going to the hit locker so <laughs> the point is to go for it right be chloe shaw be be Adam Rippon, be be a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Because one thing you Or know, watch one and clap and light up. No, Woo-hoo! no, no. Yes. No, so both. B- both. Because if you circle back And thank you to all of those people that that uh yeah. That what? That perform the you know, at that level and and inspire us and cheer us up and um yeah. Well yeah, the the, the Olympians and even the kids, you know, the, the uh, with Chloe, there are different dance companies competing with one another and stuff, but you can see they're rooting for each other. They go, they watch each other, they clap for each other. If something amazing happens, even if it's competition, they're clapping. And you see that in the Olympics, too. It's like, oh, I'm from Mozambique, and you're from Zimbabwe, but awesome run, you know? Like, yeah, and, and hug, that, hug. You know, oh, that gives you hope. That makes you feel like... It's everything. Yeah, the world is good, the people are good, and the crap that we are paying all our attention to, that's the quarter of the 1%. And the 99.75%, we're all, that, yeah, that's I, all good. You know, that's, yes. I, the, the, that other noise is, is 
this is not a new new thing and not a new point is is overwhelming and so the olympics and the dance competition <laughs> Like a beacon. That's light. Like a light at the end of the tunnel. It's a beacon that draws us out of the darkness. But if we make ourselves available to it, right? that's most of life. Most of life is not CNN. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm most grateful. Of life I'm, just, I'm, outside just, of I'm the grateful headlines. for it. I'm grateful for it. Yeah, it's a yeah. shout out. We're giving a shout out to it. It's a shout out. It's a major shout out. Now, you were going to sing the Olympic song while I lit this <laughs> torch. <laughs> da, 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 da. There you go. Okay. I, was, I, was, I thought you might do the whole thing. Uh, and, and taking this full circle, one thing we know for sure is life is short. You never know. And so go to the thing, do the thing, fly, you know? Or yeah. Chloe or, can fly. Chloe can fly, you know? and Just and like Sean. There's something to be said for that. And we're, we're going to... I'm going to figure out a way to fly. Julie, Julie is going to figure out a way to fly, man. Um, anyway... That's the that's the takeaways for us today. So here's to a far better week. This is the Amen, Undo Anxiety Amen. Podcast. I'm Dr. John Duffy. This is Julie Duffy with me. Thanks for joining Thanks, me. Thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. Love, Love you. you. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You can find this podcast online at iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, LiveLeadPlay.com, which is affiliated with IPEC Coaching School, and WGN+. On my website, there's a free parenting program, uh, drjohnduffy.com. If you are a parent, I strongly encourage you to check that out. Uh, some really good ideas there. Um, if you have thoughts or ideas uh, for this podcast or if you are someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, uh, please email me at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Undo Anxiety Podcast.